There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, folks. Here's a new episode. And in this one, Amber and Paul join me to talk more about poshness, posh accents, and posh celebrities. This episode is full of different British accents, posh, RP, and regional ones too, like London and Northern Ireland. It's also full of comedy, and I found myself laughing out loud while editing this, especially the interview with the football player that Paul tells us about. I hope you enjoy it. Check out the website for all the videos of celebrities that you will hear. We look forward to reading your comments. This episode is sponsored by italki. If you're looking for a speaking partner or English teacher for regular practice to improve your fluency, then look no further. With italki, you can find loads of people for Skype lessons and conversations based on your timetable and your language needs. And when you buy some talking time, because you're a listener to my podcast, italki will send you a voucher for a free lesson. Go to teacherluke.co.uk slash talk or click an italki logo on my website. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. So, hello, everyone. I'm sitting here with none other than Amber and Paul. Amber, oh. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. You know, you know what? We haven't, I haven't heard the jingle because you, know, you put it in afterwards. I'll play it why. now. I'll play it now for you. Go on, then. Because, you know, normally I would put it in before. Yeah, we, you put it in post-production. But... Uh, I can do it now, Paul, just for you. Yeah, man. I want to hear it as right, well. I want to hear it live. Here we go. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on another podcast. Paul's a very funny boy. His laugh I very much enjoy. Amber's got a lovely voice. If I could choose an accent, hers would be my choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys. So, I think well, you should do a, a non-censored version of that. Be like Amber and Paul are on a podcast, and then the final is like Amber and Paul are on another fucking podcast. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. actually, <laughs> as rated version. I, I as thought, I was listening to it, I thought that's what you did say. Really? I just dirtied it up in my own mind. You think I'm saying Amber and Paul are on the fucking podcast? Is that what you think it is? <laughs> that's you what should... I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's it Am- should be that. That's funny. Amber and Paul are on another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Amber and Paul are on the fucking podcast. <laughs> 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 Okay. Oh, well, we've started Paul. swearing off the bat. Well, ladies and gentlemen. I like how you dis- your, your, your disclaimer before every one of these episodes with us is like, there will be some strong language. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> I think everyone's fine with it as well. No one minds about strong everyone language. Everyone loves it. So, ladies and gentlemen, Amber and Paul are on the fucking podcast uh, again. <laughs> and... So, um, let's see. Um, Don't do you know, ask us what we're up to. No, no, because we're not it, doing that. I'm not, <laughs> we'll, go off, we'll, we'll, we'll get lost in a tangent. So, um, Amber, what, do you know what we're going to talk about? Poshness. Poshness. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to close the window behind me. While I'm doing it, you can, I mean, I did two episodes recently. I listened to a bit. You I listened, listened to, to both. Okay. Can, you, can you just sort of fill Paul in on what I talked about <laughs> in that episode? That you, Even though you listened to a bit, just okay. the two minutes that you listened to, you can just summarise what that was about. I'm going All to right. close the window. 
All right. Uh, well, Luke talked about poshness and this idea that poshness is more complicated than just having money. You know, yeah. you can be posh and you probably do have money, but you can also be poor because poshness is about breeding and heritage and where you're from. And if you've got lots of cash, Victoria Beckham, for example. Yes. And David... Lots of They're money, not, posh, not yeah. posh. No, so it's sort of nebulous. What does it mean to be? Yeah, posh? it's not really linked Nebu- to money. Nebulous. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice word. Yeah. It's uh, that's you've twice you've used that word on a podcast where the three of us have been. What? Yeah, we had a whole we had a whole discussion about it in a, in one episode. Uh, the whole nebulous thing, or I'm just making that up. But I've had the discussion with you about nebulous. <laughs> Whatever. Did you, did you listen to the conversation I had with Sarah? Oh, it might have been the Sarah episode. Sorry, did I blow you out? You there? just exploded my eardrums. Oh, it might have been. Yeah, I think it was yeah, the Sarah episode. It was. I think that's what it was. We ended up talking about the word neb- nebulous. Yeah. Actually, we do hang out together nebulous. quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> nebulous, not neb. You said nebulous, did you? Yeah. Not nebula. Not nebula. Because that's a character from uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, right? no, I don't know that. <laughs> okay. So yeah, posh people. Yeah, it's all down to the accent, isn't it? Is it well, all about the accent? I think, I, how do you know when you meet someone? How do you know they're posh? Accent, okay. Can you not t- just accent, but you. Can, I, I've not. I, I've not met anyone who doesn't have a posh accent who's posh. Like I've never met anyone who's like, oh, mate, do you know what I mean? But is it, it can, uh, <laughs> you know, is very posh in the stance and the way they're dressed and all that. But what you do find is you find posh people who speak maybe like me. They don't have the oh, mate. They don't have the whole regional accent stuff, but they just sort of sound like a normal person. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that you agree that I'm a normal person here. Yes. But they're when you look at their family tree and their background, you realise they are very posh. Well, that's why you get those little clues. You know, there's just little clues that they drop when they're speaking mm. that make you realise they're because po- there's posh accents like Luke and me and you were kind of RP but we're not posh. Yeah, but that's I think you can, I can I, I can tell that through your accents yeah, that, and you're, then you... that you're not like uh, the the because we've just we we're editing the episode uh, on England stereo trip. Yeah. Um, which is really interesting because they, we we talk about that a little bit in there, mm. uh, in the sense that you, we, we're interviewing Ian Moore, who clearly is not posh, but then we're interviewing somebody else yeah. who who is very posh. And uh, I sat down and had tea with Penny Mountbatten, who is um, uh, I can't remember exactly who she was married to. She was married to one of uh, um, one of the Mountbattens, the the Philip Mount, you know, yeah, the, the, like that the, part of the royal Mountbatten, family. The, one of the famous Mountbattens was. Prince Charles's godfather. Well, his dad, his dad. Is, is, is a Mountbatten. Oh, is, 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 is Philip a Mountbatten? Philip yeah. Mountbatten, yeah. Oh, right. You're Until not watching The Crown, are you? No, you're not watching The Crown. Um, that's that's no, the only reason I know is because I've watched The Crown. No, I totally have watched all of The Crown. <laughs> what? Oh, really? I just missed out on that, obviously. Okay. Yeah, so Mountbatten is the is, is Philip, very, very posh. It's Philip's family. It's, it's like a uh, royal family from Greece. some Greece. Yeah. yeah. And so she, the, the, the funny thing is that she was married to a Mountbatten who turned out uh, who came out and is gay? Right, and he got remarried with a with a with a guy, and now she's on. She anyway, she's but she's very posh, like in in the way yeah. that she speaks, yeah. and the, and her mannerisms and stuff. It's not only the accent, but you you can. It's very difficult to. So, I mean, I guess some people put it on, maybe. Yeah, totally, mm. absolutely, they do. Lots of people do. You yeah, can because learn they want to be a a, a, a higher a, a higher social uh, background, higher social strata. Yeah. Yes. Um, so in the episodes that I did, um, I talked about seven identifiers of poshness. There's okay. poshness, by, oh, yeah, poshness by birth. So, you know, your family tree, which is, let's say, the most important one. Maybe the only one, really. Is it? Yeah. 
true poshness is all about who you're where you from you know your your uh, family tree then there's poshness of education which is a big one like which school did you mm-hmm. go to and if you went to even if you don't have an aristocratic background if you went to Eton or Harrow or one of those public schools then that kind of makes you posh in a, yeah. in a way yeah you mm-hmm. know uh, poshness by birth is the most sort of valuable one the one where you score most points in that category but um, poshness by education is a big one poshness of accent uh-huh. poshness of wealth although you can be rich and not be posh but yeah. often poshness and wealth are associated with each other then there's the poshness probably, of they are probably used to be I think nowadays it's completely not the case yeah because if you look at it, the top the top richest people mm, in the UK none of them are probably posh yeah but then again the establishment the elite the, the people who basically run the country the yeah. people who go to the but they're all not the richest that's the not problem. necessarily they're but not all the richest but they're wealthy they are yeah. of money aren't they yeah uh, and it's not just it's not just cash as well it's it's uh, Real property property yeah, property, yeah. Uh, so there's that. Uh, there's poshness of uh, uh, refined taste. So being into the fine arts uh-huh. and, and uh, opera and all those sorts of things. Yeah. So that's a very posh world, the yeah. world of the fi- of fine arts. Um, and then there's the poshness of exuberant vulgarity, which is bling, which kind of is in, in contradiction with the previous category. But that kind of like showy displays of wealth can be quite posh. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, that ain't posh. Now, you're thinking uh, Chelsea Housewives posh. Yeah. People I, who which write, is vulgar showing, showing off, off their, their rich, rich, but, riches. Yeah. But then I thought about that, what you were saying, what you were saying about poshness. Yeah. But, and I've not seen the original seven, but there is a poshness of eccentricity. Yeah. I, not bling. Not vulgarity, yeah, but eccentricity. I mean, that's a very English sign of poshness. Yes, definitely. Well, I think the, the, so. How? Because what's interesting to me is it, it, England is like the only place that I've ever been that has this thing Obsessions. of, 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 posh of people. poshness. You got the, them in Spain, haven't you? They're everywhere, but and it's, in, in France, Britain, it's in France, you've got class. the yeah. In, in France, you've got the, the bourgeois. Which is kind of the equivalent, but there's not, there's not, there's a very different, there's a really, and this was again the through line through the whole documentary, uh, the, the, uh, English the stereotype, stereotype yeah. all, the, all the stereotypes were linked to social class. It was, mm. you know, the first stereotype that we did was English people are all polite. That's to, that went like, you know, the image that people have about English people being polite is the gentleman, uh, yeah. the British gentleman with the top hat with the thing, and that's linked to social class. Yeah. Food uh, being shit, uh, well, that's linked to the working class most of the country went through the industrial revolution ate really bad food because we just needed fuel um what was the other one that we did uh there was one about uh drinking tea the way of drinking tea is defined by your social class if you're really posh you do five o'clock tea with the finger and the uh, whereas if you're normal uh or lower class (laughs) you have a mug you know it's a mug of tea Mm -hmm. like five times a day or whatever and uh music again music that's different musical um uh, revolutions were brought about because of, uh, of um, what's the word? Being against a certain social class, you know, the punk movement, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we, it was a really interesting thing. Like I'd never really thought about it before that we're a country that's a lot more obsessed with this idea of social class uh, than other countries. Yeah. Like in, yeah. in in Spain, you've got rich people and poor people, like you do in America. But there's not this thing. But I don't know. Spain had um, fairly recent sort of big social changes like the um there was a civil war in spain yeah and and there are certain big constitutional changes which mm. sort of eradicated it or at least yeah. 
sort of swept it under the carpet like France you know the who France beheaded the, everyone yeah they chopped all the, the heads off the aristocrats and all yeah. that stuff but there are still aristocratic families it's yeah. just that they now have to live like everyone else I think I yeah. think it's also involved in the institutions after the revolution there was this like we're all equal you know French blah 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 but in England there are for example like clubs that you can join if you've got lots of money you can yeah. join but you can only go to this level if your family has been a member of this club for more than 300 years and then you can only go to this level if you get a pig's head and yeah. do what david cameron did but it's yeah. sort of like institutionalized you know this yeah. notion of class that you know you can never access this because you were not born to it it's not about money it yeah. is about and that was never swept away by revolution or or dictators or think, the rest of it do you think the fact that we still have a monarchy like uh, perpetuates Definitely. our social class uh, system yeah i think because well, I, I think it's just what, again, we learned through doing the documentary was was there at the top of the social classes and people aspire to be that kind of thing. So they try and behave in certain ways. And I think, yeah, I think if we didn't have that potentially. Maybe, but it's also mm. the other way around. Like we are so attached to class. It yeah. feels so comforting in Britain. There's so much judgment. It, it's so sort of part of us that the monarchy, like we couldn't get rid of them because mm. I know we want them. They're a sort of symptom of our... You know, so they're a symptom of us, not not uh, we are a I don't symptom think they, of them. Yeah, I don't think they impose class structures upon us. Rather, we keep them in place because mm. the English like it. Okay. Yeah, have you? Uh, there was we interviewed a guy called William Hansen, who's um, a, a, a really funny guy. Like he comes across as a dick uh-huh. uh, in everything that he does online. Uh, he's on Netflix and he's he's like an, an etiquette teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a really interesting point. Uh, which was something to, he's like within seven seconds, you know, anywhere in the world, people judge you of, of who you are by the way you speak. Uh, it's just in England, we've got an extra level of not only am I judging you on your appearance, I'm judging you in the class system as well, yes. which doesn't exist really in other countries. Right. Mm. So it's a really interesting. Um, One question I wanted to ask you was, do you, so we kind of touched on it just earlier, but do you think that I'm posh? How would you rate me? Uh, in terms of poshness yeah not posh no No. why why not what are the signifiers that show that i'm not go on you grew up in birmingham (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point didn't actually grow up in birmingham but sort of it was wasn't that part of your life in the uh outskirts of birmingham but yeah i used to spend quite a lot of time in birmingham like going to pubs and stuff you didn't go to a big public school you didn't go to one of the top universities you don't have money (laughs) <laughs> any money not really oh, and your family like your family are like solid upper middle class mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not posh what do you think it is that makes my family upper middle class as you say your dad worked for the BBC my dad worked for the BBC and he went to Oxford and he yep education was important to you that's a very middle class thing so education is important for you yeah. he you know he's a journalist he went to Oxford yeah. BBC you know establishment but not it's not proper posh because yeah he didn't go to a public school neither neither did I and we don't have the old money in the family and all that stuff accent just average rp for you yeah okay mm. do you think i sound posh for some people sure of course i mean you could do for some people yeah definitely but i, I don't think anyone with a sort of rp accent would listen to you and think yeah. mm, that sounds posh you sound posh compared to someone from the north possibly if they're kind of teasing you, you sound a bit like, posh right, you sound a bit posh don't you yeah. Yeah, that person. Or like posh. East London Cockney. Yeah, to yeah. them you'd sound Boy, posh. Oh, you fucking posh! Can't you? Do you know what I mean? Like fucking hell, get down the street, hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if I went up on stage at the White Chapel comedy night, 
And it's all Cockneys. <laughs> yeah, they Next pro- up on the show, we've got some geezer from West London. <laughs> and I go up and I, hello, everyone. Not the most people like that. <laughs> Tell us a joke, you posh twat. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, if you listen to how you speak, although it's RP, if you put it next to, like, what's his name? Jack, Jack Whitehall. White- Jack Whitehall. Yeah. It's, it's almost worlds apart. Yeah. It doesn't feel close. What does he sound like then? He's got he's, a bit of... He's got the money. The, the, posh, the, 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 the posh thing, and I can't remember who does a... I think it's Michael McIntyre that does a joke about this. Yeah. Who has a joke about, like, posh people, when they speak, their lips move independently to the to the to what they're saying. So they'll just be like... It's, just, it's a really, like, a visual thing that yeah. it's difficult to do on, on, on audio. But if, if you look up, there's a, there's a thing where it's like the... Or there's a certain noise that posh people make after the end of their sentence. We're like... Yeah, I can imagine that. Um, but yeah, I see. So you're recording a podcast, are you? I am... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. But Michael McIntyre's quite posh as well. Yeah, he's a little bit. He's but, but I, he's very upper he's very middle class upper mid like he's yeah. just just his voice, you're just like, ah oh, okay. He's cool, here, he went to like one of those private schools and stuff. Hey, there like he is. Jack Whitehall as well. Jack what I can't it's very hard to get. So you can copy like a, a stereotypical posh accent, which is, eh, hello, we're terribly, terribly posh, you know, that sort of thing, which is sort of doesn't exist anymore. Posh people these days, like young posh people of our age, they're more like sort of, they kind of speak like this, don't they? So I'm on you know, my gap yard. I'm gap just on my, That's yeah, exactly gap yard. what I was thinking of. <laughs> gap yard. That's exactly I'm what I was thinking of. I'm taking my gap yard. I played gap yard on the podcast. So, that, so my listeners know all about gap, gap yard. But oh, he, gap yard. Is, he was so good. He is the, the archetypical, <laughs> Uh, posh uh, modern day posh person who's kind of like oh you know so I'm just like recording a podcast and uh, I, I just bought this Zoom thing well I didn't buy it like daddy bought it for me and uh, it's just like a totally great little device thing you just like plug your microphones into it and just uh, press record and, I mean I've got no clue at all about technology that sounds a little bit like Jack Whitehall yeah but I mean that's it but then that's also a choice of words like you said daddy mm-hmm. and that's a deliberate posh word yeah, you know yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, so it, but it is sounds and it's also <coughs> choice of words and things like that. Yeah. All, right, yeah. all right, all right, all right. And the things they're talking about. What do you think of posh people when you go somewhere and you hear someone, you're in the pub and you hear someone go, uh, so yeah, so I think we're going to have like a couple of, gl- a couple of bottles of uh, white wine, whatever you've got. And, uh, you know, just uh, can we have four glasses, please? Great. Hey, Toby, Toby don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, mate. Don't worry, mate. I've got the, I've got just get, get, a, get a table outside. All right, guys. What would you think if you heard that guy? Well, that specific one, I think, what a bell end. (laughs) 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 Why? Just because I don't know that it's just that that rah rah rah. Yeah, Yeah. I'm speaking really loudly in the pub, guys. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) just get a seat outside in the pub in the gar in the beer garden. All right, chaps, but not too much in the sun because off skin. I need to put some more. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I, I like my first. You know, I think it's the same. You know, you you judge people by their voice. It's the same thing as as soon as I hear like somebody behind me in a queue going oh my god this place is so amazing i just want to go oh fuck shut up but they could be really nice people do you know what i mean that's the difference like you you have the initial judgment of oh he's a bellend but maybe he's do you know what i mean like this william hansen guy Mm-hmm. Same thing. Like you, you, you watch a Netflix. He was he's on Netflix. Like coaching Americans how to be proper and do some stuff. Mm. 
but I think he's actually very ironic. Like he does it in a in a kind of not, in a serious way, but he's also like if I followed him on Twitter and he's he has some funny things. So your initial reaction, gut mm. seven second reaction is like, oh god, no. Yeah, I think it's about you know that posh voice you did was quite braying and loud, yeah. and and that's part of it. Like posh people can be quite loud. And it's why it kind of gets your back up is because it's about privilege. You, mm-hmm. know, you hear the privilege. They feel the right to take up this space, to yeah. speak loudly, to order people around. Like they've had, and you assume, and like rightly and wrongly, like that they've had the kind of easy ride. Mm-hmm. Like they've just, and it does tend to be what young white men, especially in that particular version Young there. white men wearing red trousers. Wearing oh, red trousers. Cords. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm wearing cords today, but they're not red. Um, so uh, I didn't finish my seven uh, uh, criteria okay, indicators of poshness. Right. One of them, the last ones, was the poshness of assumed superiority, mm. which I think is quite a good one. Of just like yeah. that kind of like you know we we yeah we are entitled to this or we, yeah. we're kind of the privileged people yeah. and we deserve to be privileged. And, yeah. <laughs> and well, I had a, I had a scenario like that. I mean, this was in France, so I don't know, but it was a similar sort of thing that drives you nuts. Is where mm. I was uh, it was when I was working at Apple. And because I was uh, able to travel, uh, 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 did I? Did you know that I worked at Apple? By the way, I don't think <laughs> I've ever mentioned it before. I, I did you really? <laughs> this is the first time hearing of it. Oh, Jesus! How anyway, absolutely <laughs> spiffing. Um, and wonderful? so I was, um, I was fortunate in the sense that I got to travel quite a lot, and so I became like platinum level membership with Hilton Hotels, with Ooh. Air France. You know, you get the little black card. Yeah. You know, it's all very like, oh, cool. You it's know, all posh, it's all posh. bollocks. You don't get any, I mean, you, you just, you become a dickhead. And so um, <laughs> I was, so I was in the queue. So when you go to a Hilton hotel, yeah. uh, there's like four desks that are for normal people. Okay. Uh, and then you've got one desk, which is for like Hilton Honours, gold members and above or whatever yeah like you have with the airline like you have with anything right and so there was no one at that desk there was one person at the four desks and there was a queue of about 15 people yeah for this one thing so i just got i got into the back of the queue like an english person right i was just like okay cool i'll join the queue even though i've got the card but no one's at that desk so i won't do it and then some prick who was dressed like that kind of like red corduroy whatever but he was he was older he was like 45 or something yeah just kind of like you know, tr- sits in the like jumps in front of everyone basically, yeah. and you know no one's really saying anything. And at some stage, I'm like, yeah, sorry, the the cues back here is like this is all in French. And he's like, yeah, but I'm gold. I'm like, whoa, yeah, you know, like, and it was that assumed superiority. It's like I've got a card, therefore I pass in front of everyone. I'm like, mate, I don't care if you're gold. I'm platinum. Uh, yeah. Get to the back, and we had this massive argument, like this really loud argument, where he just whatever he just pushed in front of, like he didn't, you know, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna punch him. Do you, you know sh- what I mean? You should have gone over and bitten him. Like, yeah. you're not gold. I just checked, <laughs> and he's like, I call the police. Yeah. <laughs> Don't so call the police. But, but He's not that's, gold. That's that seems like a a, a behaviour that you would have from potentially yeah like uh, that superiority of like Maybe. well uh, everything is is give it should be given to me so therefore yeah. I'm but, from money therefore. But then, but, 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 and then on the flip side of that, posh people can be quite down to earth and lovely. Yeah. And I mean, they've also got that reputation because there's a certain element of poshness which is related to the countryside, and country people tend to be a bit more plain speaking and straightforward. Mm, and yeah. you know, this privilege is just part of their life, or living in a big house, and they are very good at just 
like being quite normal people. It's it's the, you know, maybe this guy was not a posho, but more of a nouveau riche. Yeah, so that's that's another big thing. Yeah, there's like people who are like the aspiring classes or whatever, like middle class people who are aspiring to be posh. And they're often the ones who act terribly and give all posh people a bad name. So anyway, it's pretty complicated. What, um, what I did in the second uh, episode of this series is to listen to some... Uh, British celebrities and decide whether they are posh or not mm. and also look at their Wikipedia pages and, and see which school they went to and if they've got any aristocratic lineage um, so do you want to do a bit of that that's why we've got the headphones on so Just you can listen to these bring it on people Let's do it. Um, what I think I'm going to do um, with you two though is just play you a clip of the person speaking without telling you who it is. So first of all, you've got to try and identify who this is. Okay. I'm, I'm terrible at this. I love doing this. I don't know this. who anyone right. is. Go on. Yeah. So who is Give it? it to me. Who is it first? And then it's going to be a case of like judging them on whether they're posh, posh or not based on the accent that you okay. can hear. And then we will actually do some research. Background we'll, research. We'll get some intel. It's going to be like politicians and celebrities. Yeah. Politicians, posh. Celebrities, not posh. Um, Unless they're labour. So I'm just queuing this up to the right moment here. Okay, I hope he doesn't say the name of this person. This is from the uh, Graham Norton show. Um, all right, so three questions. Question one, who is it? Question two, does this person sound posh? And question three, well, after we've looked at the Wikipedia page, we can actually decide for sure. Okay. Here we go. Go. <laughs> okay. Um, it was in a very impromptu one, because I'd, I'd been... If somebody falls asleep next to me... It's dangerous because I like to glue beards to them or draw tattoos or whatever it is. Pirates of the Caribbean beard, all that. And um... Wait a minute. Just to clarify what she said, whenever anyone falls asleep next to her, she likes to do things to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like putting fake beards on them and painting yeah, yeah. their face and mm. stuff. All right. Any mm-hmm. idea who it is yet? None. No idea. Okay. How does she sound? Posh. Posh. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> So let's let's hear her continuing to talk about what she does to people who fall asleep. Next- High five! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you got that in stereo, posh, burn through both. Posh, it- posh, posh, posh. So let's continue to listen to her talking about what she does to people who are unfortunate enough uh, to fall asleep next to her. Um, I'd run out of things like that, and um, and yet I was still after the the rush of doing it. <laughs> Um, oh, I think I'm I got right. into bed and I, I think I'd got a little, you know, one of those chocolates that, that you get by the bed. Oh, yeah, in a hotel. And I thought, how funny would it be if I just tucked it in between the person's buttocks while they were asleep? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, did, what did she just say? <laughs> She's tucking a chocolate between someone's buttocks. So I guess they're in a hotel, someone's fallen asleep next to her, and she's seen one of those little chocolates that they sometimes leave on the pillow of hotel bedrooms, uh, room beds, beds. And she has decided, I wonder what would happen if I just tucked this in between the person's buttocks. While they were sleeping. It'd be a lot of chocolate mess. It would be a lot of chocolate mess, wouldn't there? It would be pretty good though, wouldn't it? Don't you think? <laughs> it depends if you were sleeping in that bed as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> true. But if that person just woke up, and mm. they're like, oh, I feel a bit, uh, and then, uh, it would be a pretty good joke. Okay, still any idea? I th- is yeah. it Olivia Coleman? It's not Olivia Coleman. Mm. Olivia Coleman? <coughs> she's not that posh. No, she's not posh at all. She's got an accent. She's got a regional accent. Does she? Yes, sir. The problem with her is I think she's going to be somebody who is in a f- it does something that she has a different voice when she does it. Uh, she's an actress. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know who she is. It's, I definitely don't know. Give us I a mean, clue. I might know who she is if I she's see her a, face. She's an English uh, actress. Yeah, she's got that. she's uh, brunette. Um, she's been in some action movies. Um, 
she's the daughter of a of of a comic actor who was in uh, a, a sitcom, a British sitcom. Oh, Jane. Um, what's her name? Becca. No, what's her name? Uh, uh, no, it's not Jane. <laughs> No. Let's listen to a little bit more of what happened when okay. she was, you know, playing tricks on a person sleeping next to her. <laughs> and, and it was really funny. <laughs> isn't that isn't that so good? <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, and it just sort of came very organically. Kind of, I, my eyes fell on the chocolate, and I kind of did that. I, I see the sleeping bottom here. <laughs> And then I thought, I'm just going to do it. And I tucked it in. And I thought maybe I'd get in trouble in the morning. But it was a very fortuitous day because this was the morning where the person was in a terrible rush and just went straight into the pants and the trousers and straight to work. <laughs> Which didn't normally happen. So, so halfway amazing. through the day at work, there was the... She's now doing the face of like someone realising that they've got something in their pants. <laughs> I need to finish the story before we, you know, get to yeah. the details. It's quite a good story. And then a kind of a bit of a scuttle backwards to the loo. And then the horror, horror, horror. <laughs> I've done this without even feeling it. <laughs> OK. I guess that's the end of the story there. So I'll tell you who it is. It's Kate Beckinsale. That's the words I was looking for. That's who you were talking about. I was just like, where's it gone? I, you know me, I can't remember anything about names. Well, because we were just reading about her dad, because it's the anniversary, wasn't it, of his, of his death. death? Yeah. Her dad was, uh, what was his name, Godber in Porridge. Porridge. Do you remember Porridge? No. Okay, it was <laughs> great, 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 great show. It was really good. Yeah. So Kate Beckinsale, she sounds posh then, Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know what film. What does she look She's, like? She, she, um, she looks like him. Oh, shit. Hold on, I'll Google it. I'd seen have to turn your laptop yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. I'll just Google it on my phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she sounds posh, you reckon? Yeah. She does sound posh, yes. Okay, what are the things that make her sound posh? Can, can you remember any um, specifics? It was the way she said, and yet. Um, there was a couple of vocabulary, nice vocabulary. That's fortuitous. fortuitous. Fortuitous, that's right, meaning you know, lucky. She could just be nicely educated, but she's. Yeah, she, she looks sound, posh. She sounds. She's got lovely vocabulary and just a couple of her words. Yeah, I don't know who she is. I've never seen her. The tone of her voice as well. She sounds like she's from that kind of Joan Collins kind of, um, I don't know, world. Let's just hear a little little clip and see if we can pull out any signifiers of poshness in her voice. I'm just going to do it. And I tucked it in and I thought maybe I'd... I'm just going to do it. Well, the the phrase tuck, to tuck in a bit of... I don't know, just... You tuck in a shirt, but just using that, instead of like slipping or sliding a bit of chocolate, to tuck a bit of chocolate in between your buttocks. It just felt like just that phrase to me Mm. sounded a bit... Yeah. Mm -hmm. It it was more about just the, like the tone of her voice and, and kind of what you were saying about the endings. There's something just... Clipping the endings, like just yeah. fully pronouncing the endings. Mm-hmm. Tattoos or whatever it is, Pirates of the Caribbean, beard, all that. And um, I'd run out of things like that. And uh, I'd run out of things like that. There's almost a, a hint of that, yeah. that, that. I'd run out of things like that. And yet I was still after. And yet yeah. I was still after. That's well, very yet. posh. No one well, says and, yet. And yet, yeah. There, there, and yet, but other, most people would say, but I yeah. was still after. And yet I was still after something. The, the, yeah. the rush of doing it. <laughs> so, um, I got into bed and I, I think I'd got a... I got into bed. You would say, I got into bed. Yeah, I, I got, got into, into bed, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's pronouncing the T's. She's clipping all the sounds at the ends of words yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. Shall we, shall we... I'd never... I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. I don't know who she is. Well, I've heard she, the name. Yeah. Well, yeah. she was in the papers really recently because of her dad. 
What happened right. to her dad? He died. He, he, was, he was really famous. He was okay. a really famous actor. He was in Porridge, which was great. Right. And uh, yeah, he died very young. He died like he was 30 or 31. Yeah. How and old is she? What do you mean he died? He died, didn't die recently, though. No, no, no. A long oh, time ago. Oh, okay. Sorry. She, she was born in 73, so she's about 45 years old or something. Yeah. Um, uh, she was in, maybe the most famous ones are things like, um, 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 what's the action movie? The Underworld series. Never watched She's it. like fighting vampires and stuff yeah. dressed in leather. That's quite good. It. <laughs> Sounds good. I don't know who she is. Um, all right, let, let me give you some background information on her, and you can tell me if she thinks she sounds posh. Beckinsale was born in Chiswick. Posh. Um, some people say Hounslow. Not posh. Not posh. Well, Chiswick's complicated because it's in Essex. Well, is she born? Right? Isn't no, it? no, London? no. Chiswick? No, no. What? Other side. Other side, darling. It's the other side. Yeah, get your get your east, north, south, east, and west right. West London, that's oh, yes. Middlesex. Sorry, posh. Yeah, I was thinking of somewhere else. It's not far from me. I was thinking Chiswick. of another country. I think of a different country. <laughs> I'm very tired. Um, um, mm. da da I'm trying to find uh, uh, details about where she went to school and stuff. She went to Godolphin and Latimer School. Ooh, very posh. Godolphin. Posh. Never heard of it, posh. but it's. Uh, it's a just the name of it. Sussex. Uh, posh. She was involved with the Orange Tree Youth Theatre. Posh. Um, and um, she she read French and Russian literature at New posh. College, Oxford. Posh. I mean, we've already established she's posh. So French is okay, but the Russian and Oxford together, posh. Because yeah. French is a bit of a cop out for posh people. Because they, they all, all learn they French. They all go to France, you know, skiing, yeah. country. They've all got all a chalet stuff, in, the, exactly. in the Alps. So France is okay, but Russian does mean she probably had a brain as well. Yes, that's right. <laughs> what the fuck was that? That's how you say hello, my name is. Привет, меня зовут Пол Тейлор. Я из Англии. That's excellent. Amazing, I love it. Um, so she's posh in terms of her accent and her education. All of it. No, she's not. She's not an aristocrat. No, doesn't matter. Look at it her does face. Matter. That's the most important one, Paul. No, but it's still not. Posh. I don't, I don't yes, of course it is. Go on, give us another it's one. Absolutely the most important one. That's so, not. okay, so she's she's two out. Let's say the three categories are birth, education, and accent, right? Okay. For us, she scored two out of three, so she's got two points. Okay. Out of three. Sure. Okay. Yeah. See, see what I'm doing. See what I'm doing with that. All right. Next person, you've got to guess who this is. Let me just line up the. Uh, I like how your microphone cable is called Van Damme, like Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, because it, <laughs> it's a kick-ass microphone cable. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's two people in this one. One of them is Ruby Wax, the comedian. And then the other person is who I want you to identify. Here we go. Be really mean. Really, really mean. mean, yeah. Especially really if you don't mean. have a defence. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I mean, I suppose at school track... I mean, I did work hard at school. I mean, at night time I was going to do my dancing classes. And that's just not the cool thing to do, I suppose, when you're... Okay, so you never ended up prom queen at the end, you know? Like, no, 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 no. It should end happy like that. Yeah. But I think it did, even without yeah. being prom queen. Yeah. Did they think you were oh, snooty? Oh, people still do think I'm snooty. Can't think why. I can't think. Are you snooty or just have a? <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I think a lot of the time it's because you know I don't smile a lot. Oh, you know, recognise the voice. Kind of Sounds like Victoria so, Beckham. So she, she was saying a lot of people think you're snooty. Snooty is like sort of arrog- stuck arrogant, stuck mm. up, like um, judgmental of other people and thinking you're better than everyone oh, else. And she said, I don't, you know, people do think I'm snooty. And he, she said, maybe it's because, you know, I don't smile and she's got kind of a sultry look. So who, who is it? I think it's Victoria Beckham. Amber? I don't think it's Victoria Beckham, but it's I a spice girl don't or think a, she's posh. She's definitely not posh. Not posh. Well, uh, she is posh. It's Posh Spice. 
<laughs> it's Victoria Beckham. She's not posh, though. She's not posh. Does she sound posh? No. No. Why not? Because she's just the not, accent. Because she sounds too working class. But what are the signifiers? Well, exactly you know the I mean? opposite. She said, yeah, do you know, do you know what, what I mean? mean? That kind of thing. You know, she running in her her words together. The opposite uh-huh. of the actress. The opposite of Kate, the Kate Beckinsale, whose name you've already forgotten. I've already forgotten it. Um, it's in one ear and out any, the other. Anyone that says, do you know what I mean? You know straight away they're not posh. Right. So she's dropping Snooty. her T's. She's yeah. dropping her T's. She's saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, not like physically beaten up or anything. But, but not like physically I mean, beaten up. I mean, I mean, you know, it's like, I mean. Not like physically beaten up or anything. Mm. Beaten up, not beaten up. And any, any, anything. Not anything. Any, yeah. Any, pronouncing the F instead of the TH. Yeah. TH has become F. Anything, know what I mean? I think children are really, really mean. Really mean, yeah. Children, chill, woo, woo, woo. Children. Children. Children, not the L, the, uh, not L, but the What's w- that called? Children. There's a word for that L. I forgot what it's called, a dark L or something like yeah. that. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Never like when we say milk. 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 Yeah. It's a, I think it's like a dark L. I think that's what it's called. Mm. Not a defence. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I mean, I suppose at school, track, I mean, I did work hard at school, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, I, I did suppose. Work, yeah, I, mean? I did work hard at school, dropping the H's. Do you know what I mean? Suppose. Oh, I've got to show you. I did work hard oh. at school. Do you know what I mean? School. 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 I, I'm, I'm going to do... W. Okay. School. There was... Um, What's this then? Uh, so my little brother plays at Bournemouth, right? He's a professional footballer. Yeah, and uh, he... Um, he almost got on... He almost had his Premier League debut the other day, but instead there was another uh, young kid uh, that had his premiere mm. it was either him or or my brother Kyle yeah and then um, he had like a post-match interview and oh man you know like the, the <laughs> it just it was the, the stereotypical oh, oh I've just gone out there I just like, I wanted did my to, best you yeah. let the my day. feet do the talking uh, I, just... I, I, I wanted to do a game where it was like how many times <laughs> could he say the word obviously Ooh. Oh, brilliant. Oh, that was David Beckham, isn't it? Well, obviously, you know, we've like the boss has told us to go out in there and just enjoy ourselves. God, and I've gone out and let my feet do the talking. Obviously, I've, you know, I've had a good game. I've scored a, a penalty. And, uh, you know, and some of the lads have like congratulated me for it. And obviously, we're going to try and repeat this performance going forwards. Because obviously, you know, you've got to try and win games of football that you're playing. So that's just Have obvious. you watched the video? No. <laughs> right. right, I'm going to just play it. This is like right. the complete opposite of posh. Um, but the, it reminded me, I don't know what, what, what she said there that reminded me of, uh, right, uh, here we go, scroll down, scroll down, and there he is. So the 18th minute here at the Emirates Stadium, and what were your emotions as you were told you were going to come on and make your Premier League debut? Um, well, I was just waiting after half-time, I was just kind of waiting for it to happen, whether whatever the score was, I just, I'm always ready, even when I was on the bench before against Wolves and Liverpool, do you know what I mean, I'm always ready to go, so yeah, it was just nice to get the call, but obviously not in the circumstances, but obviously it's just nice to obviously get on the pitch. Were there any indication that you were in line for a Premier League appearance at some point soon? Um, well, obviously, I know I've been training well, and obviously the gaffer knows, he's told me the just keep working hard it's, it will come but obviously he's, he wants to see me improve in training he's not just going to give it to me thankfully obviously he's seen that I've been working hard so he's given me the chance tonight so it was good a tough situation but 10 minutes to prove yourself how yeah. do you think you got on? yeah I think I've done alright do you know what I mean I had a little glance in there that I might have done that better with but it was a little bit behind me but there you go do you know what I mean obviously that's just setting the um, obviously uh, 
the targets that I want to get to. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, I'm a bit disappointed I didn't get that. Obviously, in my Premier League debut, but it's um, nah, it's nice. Obviously, getting on the pitch, but I want to keep looking forward now. Now I've got the Premier League debut. I want to keep going. Obviously, make appearances and obviously work hard to try and get the team. And a lot of nice touches, interchanges, trying to get other people into space as well. Yeah, exactly. Now I played a couple of nice balls out wide. Uh, now it's obviously won a free kick, but now it's, it was just kind of just what I mean. See what I can do. See, try and nick a goal or something, but I'm kind of. Oh my god! So the things there was like, do you know what I mean? And obviously, which he combines oh, into one word. No. Do, you know what I mean? do you know what I mean? Obviously. <laughs> And he actually said, thankfully, obviously. Thankfully, obviously. Do you know, there are worse vocal tics, but it's been, I've never heard someone use obviously so much. I know, no, I, 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 I watched that. Maybe it's a young person You've thing. never watched Match of the Day. It's, it's, it's footballers. Footballers. I don't know why. They say obviously. Yeah, they're obviously, obviously all the time. Yeah. Obviously, do you know what I mean at the end of the day? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know, I've heard a lot of do you know what I mean at the end of the day. That's just one word. Obviously, yeah. Do you obviously, know what I mean at the end of the day? I could, you know. It's so three points that counts, obviously. Fun, we could have fun with that. Like, so, Amber, how, did you, how do you feel you, um, you handled uh, lunch then? Well, I mean, obviously, like, lunch was, you know, it's challenging, but, like, I did my best. You know, at the end of the day, you present it with a plate. You've got to obviously just attack, go straight in there. Yeah, exactly. Paul? <laughs> You 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 finished a coffee earlier on. Um, how do you think that coffee went? Well, uh, well obviously, uh, you know the the coffee's quite hot. Do you know what I mean? And uh, obviously, I was eating a sandwich when you served it, and obviously, I was like, oh, should I should I drink it now? Or, you know, because I got my Coke Zero as well. Obviously, and there's a lot of caffeine. Do you know what I mean? In the caffeine, and, and yeah. I didn't want to obviously double down on the on on the caffeine there. At the end you know, of the day. could have had hat trick and had a, a Red Bull as well. Obviously, do you know what I mean? But it's just a uh, you know at the end of the day, uh, I got caffeinated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So Victoria Beckham then, she doesn't sound posh because she's going, do you know what I mean? Um, And um, in terms of, well, we know, I don't need to, I don't need to Google it. We know that she didn't grow up in a posh family. She's from, I think she's from Essex. Yes. Just like, obviously, you know, like in Essex, like a lot of people speak like that, don't they? Obviously, yeah. you know, at the end of the day and at the beginning beginning of the day and the middle of the day. All day, really. Any time of day. It's all day. It's like morning to night, all morning, day long, moon, speaking like this, isn't it? Noon, night. Yeah. So yes. she, uh, and poshness of education. No, she only sort of became rich after she was famous in the Spice Girls. So yeah. I think she scores zero in all three categories. I think, I, I think she scores in the minus because she's with David Beckham. Oh, come on. <laughs> Who's, he's he, a vision I mean, of a man. I, 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 everything about him, but he's just definitely not the, a posh not person. Posh. Not posh person. Although these days he's like brushing, brushing shoulders with royalty. Yeah. Yep. He's a good looking chap now. Like he's, he's, he's always he's, good looking. Always was, wasn't he? he? Always not, was. not with his curtains. Look, look. Back in the day, curtains was a thing. What's curtains? What are curtains? (laughs) A mistake. It's a a mistake of a haircut where you have a centre parting down the middle of your head and either side you've got longer hair. So it looks like you've got curtains on your forehead. I had curtains. So did I. Everyone had curtains. Mm. I fancied many a boy with curtains. Mm. Yeah. It was a thing. It was a good time when I had curtains. But with David Beckham, you're not looking at his curtains. What are you looking at? His abs. His abs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or into his lovely eyes. Obviously, Amber, what I've done there, you see, is I've, I've, I've approached you, right? And I thought, she's looking at my abs, yeah? So obviously, at the end of the day, like, if a bird's looking at my abs, then I'm going to, like, you know, I thought, I'm in there with a chance, like, at least one. So I've gone, I've gone up to you, right? And I've said, do you fancy going out for a drink? And you've turned round, because you were turning, you were yeah. facing the other way. You've turned round and you've gone... You, are you going to turn around to me and ask me if I want to go out for a drink? And I've and he's turned around to me, and then I've turned around. People are turning around all the time. <laughs> you know, I've noticed that with. And I don't know if it's whether it's a non-posh thing, but I've noticed that when footballers talk about 
something that's happened in the past. Yeah. They have a totally. weird way of constructing the sentence. I talked, I've talked about this recently. Have you? And it's the thing is... What I've done is, I've gone into the pub. What do you mean, what I've done is? <laughs> I've gone I into the pub, yeah. I went into the pub. No, <laughs> yeah. I've gone into the pub. So it'd be like, Paul, tell me, uh, what did you do yesterday then? Well, what I did... What, what, what I've done. What I've done is, yeah. What did I do yesterday? <laughs> what I've done is, I've, is, I've, is I've, got, I've gone on stage. Yeah. And I've tried some new jokes out. And some of them, they've not gone so well. So I've told this joke, right? And this bloke's turned around to me and he's gone, hey, what was that supposed to be a joke? And I've, and I've said to him, yeah, it's like using present perfect. Maybe they're but, trying to make it seem more immediate. Yeah, but like no one else does that. No one, no one else is doing it. If weird. he did it more immediate, it'd be like, so, so I get up and I, and I go yeah. downstairs and I make sure. myself a coffee. And some guy says to me, what are you doing? This isn't your house. But and that's I, just the present present. No one says that either. Yeah, no, people do. People do. do they? Absolutely, do yeah. yeah. People yeah. tell stories like that all the time. Like, I was listening to Bill Burr telling his story about the crazy flight experience. Have you heard that story? Yes. Where he's, like, got the crazy guy sitting next to him. And the whole thing is in present simple Is it? Is it not in the past? No, it's totally in the present simple. You're right. They do do that to make it seem more present. I don't know. It's footballers. Yeah, they do do it. They don't just do it. They do do it. They do do it. Do you know who Pete Best is? Someone, an old footballer. No, huh? he, no, that's that's George Pete, Best. Oh. Pete Pete Best was the drummer in the Beatles. Oh, the original, he, yeah. he got kicked out, right? And he got kicked out not because he was not just because he was a crappy drummer, but also because he wasn't really sort of on the same wavelength as the other guys. Because uh-huh. the thing about the Beatles were they were very sharp, very funny, very yeah. witty. And Pete Best is this sort of scouser who sort of speaks like this, you know. So they've turned around to me and they've gone, Pete, you're out of the band. And I've turned around to them. And there's Pete, like every single thing he says. <laughs> English people are just turning around Spinning talking around. to yeah. <laughs> Every damn time someone says anything, they, they turn around before they say it, according to Pete Best. I'm just, I desperately need to find the video. Okay, let's, let's, just, dip into, let's just dip into this conversation and we'll see. We'll see if this is it. We played the cavern, gone down fantastically as we normally did. And at the end of the night, I got a message from Brian, which basically turned around and said, Pete, I'd like to see you in the office in the morning. I walked into Brian's office, and I could tell that Brian was... wasn't a normal, cool, calm, placid Brian, to be quite honest. He was quite agitated. He was fidgety. Talked around the subject for a while, and then he just basically turned around and said, Pete, he said, I really don't know how to turn around and tell you this. He said, but I will. And he said, in short, uh, the boys want you out. And it's already been arranged. The Ringo will join the band on Saturday. And that was the bombshell. I could just recreate it where he's, he's gone into the uh, Beatles manager's office. And, he's, and, you know, and I've gone in and he's turned around to me and he says, Pete, you know, I've got to get straight with you. And, and I've turned around to him and I've gone, what is it? And he's turned round to me and he says, <laughs> it's the boys, you know, they, they, you know they, want, they want you out of the band. And, and, and I've turned around to him and I've gone, what? And then he literally says this and he says, and he turned around to me and he said, look, Pete, I'm not going to turn around and tell you that, that you're out of the band. It's like people are telling, people are turning around and then saying, I'm not going to turn around. He just basically turned around and said, Pete, he said, I really don't know how to turn around and tell you this. What you really something. need to do is you need to like recreate it visually. Like you have that sort yeah, that's of dialogue a good sketch, yeah. and you have actually you know the people the doing it spinning around Just really doing what's happening it'll so be I've, hilarious i've turned around to him and he's turned around to me and i've said to him are you turning around to me and he's turned around to me are you ready to move on to the next yeah. person Give it to us. Here we go. Just one second. Let me just queue up the video here, guys. Okay, just going to queue up the old, uh, 
the VT here. Listening to Radio 23 on 98.3. We need to just get to the right section of the uh, the video. And we're going to hear from... Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Jumping in now. In relation to the timing, but what he said during the uh, interview. I went to bed last oh, night. I love this actor. Knowing there's this interview in the uh, Sun and woke up today to read oh, it's not the, uh, thing, the interview. And uh, it must have been a very difficult evening for Prime Minister May uh, at the dinner she had with him uh, last night. But I think some of the things he said during the interview uh, will cause upset to Londoners and, and will explain, I suspect, why many Londoners, uh, and by the way, they include Londoners who are Americans, uh, will be protesting uh, today against President Trump, some of his policies and some of the things that he said. Who's that? Sadiq Khan. Sadiq Khan. Is it? It is. Is it blood? Hold on, I need to find it. So keep keep talking. I'm going to find this because it sounds exactly like someone else. So Sadiq Khan, who is the uh, mayor of London. Yeah. So a very high status position to be Mm -hmm. in previously held by Boris Johnson, a very posh person. Um, Yes. And so Sadiq Khan, is he posh? No. Why not, Amber? Well, from his voice, you wouldn't say posh. You'd probably say educated. He'd be the same, I'd say, RP, upper middle class, solid middle class. There are some things in there. Lots of repetition, lots of stumbling. Interview, interview, interview. From his accent alone, I wouldn't say posh. And also, when he says any ING words, it's like evening... Not evening, yeah. but evening in, 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 at the front. Like still evening. RP. He's still it's quite pretty much, pretty much RP. Not but quite with journalistic f- enough, you know, they doesn't have that, that kind of same cleanness and clarity. Doesn't have the journo, the journo voice, yeah. But journo not posh, no. I'd say it's RP, but with, with some regional bits. Like, like I said, like you, you know, like in, sort of in terms yeah. of like, like us, yeah. you know, a kind of a, a, a sort of nice RP. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 totally fine, but it's not posh. No. Mm. And Sadiq Khan, well, do you know anything about his background? I don't. His dad was a bus driver, you know, so he comes from sort of Lovely, uh, Sadiq. meager uh, background. Working class. Working class background, yeah. Mm. But maybe upper working class. Well, I don't Depends know. Depends on values. So. That, then so. it starts coming down to values. But the point is that his dad was not someone who had like a high paying job. He wasn't working in a prestigious high status position. He was a bus driver. Mm. And I don't think his dad went to university. I don't know about Sadiq Khan. I don't know if he went to university, but he certainly wouldn't have gone to a I believe, private school. I think he did. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, I mean, I he's the mayor so. of London. Yeah. Let's, I mean, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. You can't become mayor without going to university? I well, you need, you know, being mayor is about also connections and, and yeah. achievement and possibility and seeing yourself there and that does I, kind I of thing. I don't think like uh, Alan Sugar, the, the, milli- the millionaire Alan business Sugar. Man, he didn't go to university and he's... I think yeah. he's, it's also that he, it's a, he, Khan was, he, he wasn't a business owner to start with. Yeah. Right. Uh, next, uh, next person, next yeah. person. Okay, next right. person. So you've got to try and guess who I this thought is. He w- I thought that was Tom Hardy. I thought he oh, sounded no, mate. He a has lot got like Tom such Hardy. He, no, Tom Hardy, yeah. Mr. Mumble. Put it back on. Just, on. just, Just the very beginning. Hold on, hold on. Oh, I need to go back now. Also, Tom Hardy. Posh, posh. Is Tom Hardy posh? Is he, he sounds well posh. You reckon? Yeah. Maybe, maybe we need to Hardy. add Tom Hardy to the list. Uh, okay, let, let's hear a bit of Sadiq Khan then again. Here we go. It said during the uh, interview, I went to bed last night, knowing there's this interview in the uh, Sun and woke up today to read uh, the interview. And uh, it must have been a very difficult evening for Prime Minister May. Must have been a very difficult evening for Prime Minister May. Evening, yeah. Evening. For, evening, pro- for pra- yeah. Prime Minister. Prime Minister May. Prime Minister May. It must have been a very difficult evening for Prime Minister May. He's not quite that bad. It must have been, Ed. It must have been a very difficult... It must have been a very difficult evening for Prime Minister May. <laughs> Who? Ember. 
Alright, Sir D. Who does that sound like? It must have been a very difficult evening for yeah. Prime Minister Mate. Uh, but I think that you will find it's somewhere, it's some close, it's quite close to Michael Caine. That's yeah. right. speaks a bit like that, doesn't he? Yeah. He's got that blocked up nose. <laughs> and sometimes he'll start shouting for no reason. Master Bruce. Anyway, are you ready? Are you steady? Yeah. Here we go. Here and now with our new Jack Ryan actor, Chris Pine, uh, and we find him in London as a student at the London School of Economics, where Tom Clancy, in his uh, 13, 14 novels about this character, starts him off. We've never understood that before. And we're trying to put uh, this character who appeared in four previous films in a 21st century setting and try and bring his sort of... um, uh, every man character with a brilliant analytical mind into a modern uh, problem not the cold war issues that the character was basically concerned with across those novels but in this case financial terrorism okay uh, what's he talking about what's he talking about i wasn't listening i, was, I forgot to listen I, <laughs> I, I was just listening to the words i wasn't listening yeah. to the meaning that's fine that's fine it got a bit radio four and he i switched talking off. about tom clancy yeah. Uh, his novels, Jack Ryan. Medieval something. Basically, this is a director of a film, and he's talking <laughs> about how he cast Chris Pine in the, as the character of uh, Jack Ryan um, mm. in the latest Jack Ryan movie. Right. So it's a film mm. director talking about a film. Any, no idea. Any idea who that's not posh, but. Oh, you're not posh? He sounds um, a bit posh to me. Right, the financial terrorism. And we, we, he is recruited to the CIA uh, and to financial intelligence by uh, no, Kevin RP, Costner. I'd say. I don't know, just I just feel like he. I don't know. It sounded posh to me. I think it's RP. I don't see. I don't actually hear any. I don't hear many examples of that kind of you know that sort of poshness where it's Over like. The well, top posh. So we we chose um, we chose an actor who we thought would be suitable for the role of Jack Reacher. So is it just it's got that slightly well the fact p- that he's clean a f- and crisp education clean and issue. crisp maybe pub maybe public school then but. Educated. Educated. Sounds educated. Not necessarily not necessarily that sort of high posh RP. Not high posh, maybe born into it, but I'm going with the if he's a film director, there's no way he's born into it. You never know. Uh, some some of them are. Of some some film Show directors are posh. Like isn't Christopher Nolan? I was a just posh? I literally just typed in his name into Go- into Christopher YouTube Nolan. To... I've no but idea I, who I, it is. I, I think Nolan is quite posh. But this is Kenneth Branagh. Sir Kenneth no. Branagh. Sir Kenneth Branagh. Is he a sir? Is he a sir? Oh, yes. Sir, yes, indeed he is, Amber. <laughs> I think you'll find he is. A lot of uh, Shakespeare, Sir Kenneth Branagh. Very, you know. Sir Kenneth Branagh. So, I mean, of course, his diction Kenneth. is fantastic. Kenneth Branagh. I don't know about his education. I think he went to Cambridge, probably, because he was going out with, I mean, he married um, Emma, Thompson. Emma Thompson, and she went to Cambridge, and I wouldn't wonder if they met or had connections there. Kenneth Branagh, Wikipedia page. Let's just read through some details of this chap's early life, shall we? Born in Belfast. Belfast? Hi there. Hi, Nye, Brian Kai. How are you? The middle of three children was born in Belfast, the son of working... I can't do the accent for long. <laughs> son of working class Protestant parents. Uh, his dad was a plumber. Not posh. Not posh. Well, I mean, um, Belfast. I mean, we need, educated, need to go any further. Yeah. Educated, at, <laughs> educated at Grove Primary School. Yeah, are there any posh people in Belfast? There must be some. No. No? No, surely not. Yeah, there's, I, quite, there's quite a posh Northern Irish accent compared to, like, a non-posh Northern Irish But not accent. in Belfast, surely. Yeah. Um, so on, the, carry the, on. The point about Branner is that he um, was born into a sort of lower-class background. At school, he acquired received pronunciation to avoid bullying. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's f- interesting. 
Uh, maybe he moved. Yeah, look, at the age of nine, he mo- his family moved to Reading in England to escape the troubles in Northern Ireland. He was educated at White Knights Primary School and Meadway School, a local comprehensive. So he just went to a normal state school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He changed his accent to sound like that so that people wouldn't bully him. Because yeah. I imagine when he arrived, he was like... Sounds like me. My name's Kenneth Branner. How are ye? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, big man? And they're like... <laughs> You know, in Reading, people don't speak like that, so they probably bullied yeah. him. So he's he learnt to speak like uh, in a neutral. Uh, yeah, voice. I don't think I. See, that's a whole debate as well. I think that you you subcon you don't make an effort to do it. You just you, it just happens because that's what happened to me. Like there was a point where I were, sa- where yeah. I had an American accent when I was a kid. Cause I say to, what? Oh my god! Because um, I went to an American international school in Geneva, and when I came back from that. Into uh, <laughs> sounds a bit posh, doesn't Hello, it? Yes. Shock horror, Paul Taylor. Paul Taylor's posh. Paul Taylor in posh revelation shock. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not though, are you? Are you? No. Well, I don't know really. Well, we'll find out. We'll dig. We'll yeah, dig. All right. we'll, but we'll anyway, dig I went deep to, into Paul I, Taylor. As soon as I landed, as soon as I went to a school in England, uh, I remember being made fun of. I was the French kid, whatever. And so I, I wasn't like, oh, I need to speak like them. But I think just subconsciously yeah. it happened. Yeah. And the accent I've got now came just from the last time that I was at school, which was in the Southeast. Oh, I thought you were going to say from the last couple of years of spending time with me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I did that as well. You know, I was born in South Africa. And then when I mm. came did, to... Did you speak with that South African... Oh, hello there. Yeah, yeah. Can did you, do, you? Can you do it no, a bit now? No, I can't do it. And then when Four I came pounds. to school and like, you know, one of the things I remember distinctly is the kids all laughing because I'd say, ya yeah, instead of yes yeah. which in yeah. in South Africa is totally normal oh, totally everyone was falling about and they teased me mercilessly for having this accent and I lost it quick yeah. and quickly I started speaking like this can but I, do, find, I find I find that bit, strange that you, you can't still do the South African accent no I can't, I can't. I the find fact really, that you used to be able to do it and now you can't yeah, it's I very weird really, I have, I, maybe if I practice I could do it but it's not something I could just slip into even oh, though that's how oh. I spoke let's hear a bit more of this South African I, accent I, so, so how did you get here Paul <laughs> I took a plane from uh, Johannesburg. Oh, you travelled that far? It's from, yeah. From, jo- from Johannesburg? From, from, from Johannesburg. How was the flight? The flight? The, the, <laughs> the flight? <laughs> you from New Zealand? I don't know <laughs> where flight? I'm The yeah, flight? No, me, that was good. I thought that was South Africa. rubbish. Australia, New Zealand, South, South Africa. Africa, and maybe Northern <laughs> Ireland are sort of all part of the same uh, place. Northern Ireland, no. The, the first three, yeah, I'll give you that. Like, Aust- like the, 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 if I start it, trying to do a, a, a South African accent, then eventually it will become New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. It's already New Zealand. It's already New Zealand. <laughs> it was never South Africa. It's just... <laughs> South Africa. Go on, Paul. The thing with South Africa is they, they rolled it R's. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm trying to think of a word that's got an R in it now. Train. Um, uh, Did you take a, tra- a train? A train. <laughs> <laughs> It's difficult to do. I can't do it very well. They go very well. They'll say very well. I can't do it very well. Whereas in in Australia, it's just more nasal. Good day, mate. You're from Australia, mate. It's a bit more nasal. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, Yeah. And New Zealand just fuck the vowels. So, so Amber, are you posh? No. Well, you, you, your your voice is so clear and nice. I mean, you're like Kenneth yeah. Branner in a way. I'm, Kenneth, I'm like just this... Kenneth Branner. I'm fooling you with the fact that I chose an accent, a posh accent. Did you, you didn't do it on purpose, though, did you? I, I mean, I chose an, an English accent, obviously not a South African accent. And I think I did choose a posh accent because where I grew up wasn't that posh. But what Paul was saying, sorry, is that he, in his mind, it's not something you choose to do. It just happens. But you actually chose to, to change your voice, did you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And uh, yeah, go on. So, no, I just, I mean, it was one of those things I thought I will not be like you. 
But were there other people where you were at school that had your voice now? I think it was more or less, you know, it's North London. So it's sort of RP. It wasn't far from this, but then you could choose to be like, you know, a bit more London, like, all right, going down the shops, how's it going to go? Or you could be a bit more posh. And I was like, I'm going to be nice and posh. And so, you know, that was a choice in a way. Okay. So you, and then it becomes a habit. Then it becomes who yeah. you are. But you're you'd, again, and coming back to this again, you've got like standard RP, a bit like Kenneth Branagh. You don't really have any of those little signifiers. For example, how would you say the word? Um, how would you say the word layer cake? Layer cake. Layer. Just the word layer. 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 Like or player. Player. You wouldn't say player. Player. No, layer. I'm a, a layer I'm a, you know cake. what? I'm a rugby player. I'm a rugby player. But did Ken <laughs> go awfully to... awfully delicious layer cake. That's gorgeous. Fabulous Man, I'd need a little bit more mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Um, did Ken go to Cambridge? Uh, no, he went to a... Um, he went to like a theatre school. Drama school. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, you know, it's... But he did spend a lot of time doing quite a lot of Shakespeare. So I'm yes. sure that helped his lovely sounding voice. One of the things I identified... Uh, mm. when I did part one of this was that uh, a lot of actors sound posh but it's just because they went through theatre school mm. and they did Shakespeare and so they've learned how to pronunciate pronounce using um, that thespian accent which is basically received pronunciation yeah. so they kind of learn it at uh, theatre school at RADA yeah. so not posh Ken Bran and not posh Ken Bran and Amber 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 Am- Min is also not, not posh. posh except for a voice which is well spoken but not posh Paul Taylor then. So Paul um, Taylor is the secret poshest person amongst us. Do you think so? Uh, yeah. Really? It sounds like I it. Did you be. go to a school in Geneva? No, I no, certainly did not. We did not. PT comedy did. So yeah. wait, did you ever go to a private school? I did, yeah. How many See? private schools did you go um, to? So I uh, oh, I can't remember. I, I remember my secondary, my first secondary school was private. Yeah. Uh, so the first three years of that was... Was it your first secondary school or your third, fourth, fourth three school? Sorry, carry on. I'll edit that out. <laughs> your first secondary school or your second firstary school? Oh, Which one there we go. Yeah, no, it's my first secondary I school. Do apolo- I do apologise. Was, um, was, yeah, it was private. I think, cause, so I moved to England when I was nine. I moved back to England when I was nine. And the two years before I moved back, so I was in, in school in France, in a French school until the age of seven. Aye. And then I, for two years I was at a Gene- in uh, an international school in Geneva. Yeah. And then from nine till whatever i think i was in a private primary school i don't remember but then i like for the first for the first few years of secondary school i was in a private school um mm-hmm. then when i moved to spain i was again in a british school so i think technically it was private but it was it wasn't really it didn't it didn't act like a private school question yeah. if you had stayed in england the whole time would you have gone to a private school uh p- potentially if, if my parents could have afforded it yeah I would have, like, the first three years that I was in that school, if I'd have stayed until the end of my A-levels yeah. at that school, I would have. But the, just the way life worked out, I ended up going to Spain. And then I, when I came back from Spain, I went to a college for my last two years of, okay. uh, of, uh, of A-levels. So it's just his attendance at private, private schools really just it. makes him more posh yeah. than us. Because yeah. my dad's Definitely. from New Yorkshire, so very working class family. My mum's from Belfast. Yeah, same thing. So right. my, there was nothing in my family. It was just it was the private school thing, which came from the fact that my dad earned a lot of money when he was doing his banking stuff. So was he, your dad was a banker. He wasn't a banker, but he was a software engineer for a bank. Right. Okay. Um, so he earned a lot of money because that was a massive boom back then. Right. In the nineties, and yeah. then he he lost his jobs, and, and then he had no money, and then basically we were living 
uh, on the cheap when I was with my mum. And so that's when I ended up going to college. And then I went to university in the east end of London where I was like, yeah, blah, do you know what I mean? Like, fucking blah, I'm not a knife, you son. Um, <laughs> so the, the poshness got kicked out of me. I in guess. terms of accent, you are less posh sounding than Amber. Not that yeah. Amber's posh, but I mean, like, you don't, I, I think you've got more clear RP, mm-hmm. whereas Paul's speech is, you know, you can hear the London accent in there. Yeah. Yeah. He drops his T's all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so in terms of accent, you're, you get more points than him. But in terms of going education, he's got more points than you. What did your... What, Does it yeah? balance out, though? What, what, I mean... I don't uh, know. Does it, like... How does it then balance out at university? If you go to comprehensive school, I didn't, but like if you go to comprehensive schools and then go to Oxford or Cambridge. Can you do that? You can go to private secondary schools and then go to a rubbish university. Do you know what I mean? I think your your secondary education or primary and secondary education are more important in terms of your poshness than your tertiary education. Exactly. I'd say your second, like your teenage, where, teenage where you are as a teenager, I think defines who you are. Formative years, aren't yeah. they? Teaches you your yeah. poshness or not. Yeah. Uh, your dad, did he go to university? No. Okay. All right. So you've got My poshness of either. education, basically, if any, if yeah, anything. So. Yeah, of, of secondary of education. education, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, parents, did they go to university? No. Okay. <clears throat> right. Neither of them. So that makes me posher than you because my dad yeah. went to Oxford. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. You're the poshest. So I'm the poshest? You are perhaps the potish, poshest. Oh, the pottest. The pottest. You're the, the pottest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, then. Should we do one more before yeah, we move go on? For it. All right, let's do. I. Let's do one more. Aye. I want a quick fire, just posh or not. Quick fire. Yeah. Po- I want just like posh or not, and you just d- like voice posh or not, posh or not, and just like you know, without the in depth. Okay. All right. Let's. <laughs> let, all right then. Okay. I get the. I get it. We'll do a quick fire from now on. Here we go. Scale it down. I'm not driving a mini cab. <laughs> oh. Let's work together. Oh, which comedian is this? I okay. love him. Okay. He's not posh. Let's keep going. Kelvin, North London. Yeah. South Stephen London K. Amos. Represents. Yes. Yeah, Stephen K. Amos. We need to hear a little bit more. <laughs> Come on, Steve. I'll tell you about my family. I come from quite a big family. And as kids, my dad tried to think of ways to keep us occupied. His solution was to get my mum pregnant eight more times. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephen he's K. Got a poshness to him, isn't he? Well, he comes on Radio 4 quite a lot. He's done he? various things. He sort of appeals Ooh, to the posh. Radio he appeals, he to, appeals the posh. to the posh. The thing about Stephen K. Amos is that he's got, he, he, he's got an air of sophistication about mm-hmm. him, an air of class about him. I think he's got very modest background. Uh, his accent, he's quite well-spoken. Yeah. Sometimes he sounds posh. Sometimes mm. he just sort of has this kind of held, head held high, sophisticated posh sound. Yeah. Sometimes he sounds like a just an ordinary Londoner. Yeah. Mm. So he's an interesting case, but I don't think he's posh. Not posh. No. He's just sophisticated. Next. Yes. Yeah. Next. Next. Here we go. I like, I like, I like the way you're hurrying me along there. <laughs> um... Okay. The way that looked, the way it felt, was it a gatefold? Well, remember? probably um, Captain Fantastic mm-hmm. um, because of the sleeve and um, the Alan Aldridge drawings and the storyboard, because it was about Bernie and I, so probably that one. You know, it's, it's funny, I was sort of brushing up on my, uh, on my sort of uh, day-to-day knowledge of, of your career, because obviously I, I know you Which now we've worked together. To? And, uh, so, sorry, that's the interviewer yeah. who's got like an Australian accent. Yeah. And it's the, it's the guy he's talking okay. to. Okay. You know, we, we get along, but... 
having to remind myself exactly, you know, what, what the last sort of 50 years that you and Bernie have been spending making music together has entailed, and it's, it's overwhelming. Shut up, mate. I mean, the journey you've been on is just incredible, um, what you've achieved and experienced. I, I don't really look back. I'm not one to... Um... I, don't, I can tell because you just... Mate, let what? him talk. A little bit... Um, what's the word? I'm Melancholy. Mm. Um, there are times when I hear something of mine, I think, oh, that sounds okay. Oh, it's but Elton I don't John, listen. isn't it? It's Elton John. Is it? I would have never have got it. He sounded posh to me. Really? Like, sounds yeah, like a, a posh bit. person. He's not. He's not posh. Sounds a bit posh. I don't think he sounds that posh either. Don't you? I suppose no. it's his ma, ma, ma. He's, yeah, the thing is, what, what, he's, what I have noticed is he's like 70 odd years old now. He doesn't sound it, and, does he? And he's got that thing where he's like, he can't move his lips anymore. And so, and that's kind of a posh thing that posh people can't move their mouth. Very you know, just, if you want to sound fairly posh, just don't move your mouth at all. <laughs> Especially the upper lip. Just see if you Keep can. Keep it nice and stiff. See if you can just, uh, say a whole sentence without moving your upper lip at all <laughs> and you, you will naturally start to sound terribly 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 posh terribly, terribly posh I've got to find that Michael McIntyre <laughs> posh thing um, let's next go on in. yeah I have to keep skipping into the middle of the video so that they don't say and now our interview with Elton John you know at the beginning so mm. it gives it away so that's why it's kind of dropping straight into the middle here we go sort of uh, plotting what we've been wanting to do I've been sort of itching to get going 50th oh, anniversary oh, bond Daniel Craig Daniel Craig what? huge amount there always is but this I suppose that just there's maybe double because of the, the 50th anniversary I think we're, the 50th you've anniversary got that of, straight away yeah. we're, we're in we're, we're, we're going to put on a good show and what's it been like making this one has it felt different in any ways to the previous two yes I think so uh, I think the first one was a bit of a hate uh, well, just a kind of a kind of a whir for me really I mean it was sort of such a sort of uh a new experience and not not sort of really really knowing what was going on the whole thing kind of flew by and then it's all right Daniel Craig. On, isn't it? Daniel Craig. Well, I I would say I don't know RP. really about Daniel Craig, but I think he could be a bit posh. He does sound a little bit. He sounds a bit posh, but I mean, it could if, be just the actor thing. You it know? could also be it's because he's being interviewed. Actors. He's he's currently filming Bond in that in, interview, right? Yeah. Which for Bond, you've got to sound a little bit posh. Like if you listen to interviews of Christian Bale. He'll go like you'll hear an interview where he's American, and then you'll hear an interview where he's English. You'll hear an interview where he's Welsh. You'll hear an interview like in different accents because he has to learn the accent. Wait, has he ever played a Welshman? <laughs> I'm Batman, you see. I'm Batman. I'm <laughs> no, I think yeah, but like in, I think that's in his normal voice, like when he's not oh, right. filming anything. Right, okay, but he learns the accent and he speaks that accent like in and out of the, the whole role time. For, for the whole time to make sure it's, a good it's idea. right. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I could do that, but I mean, it's it, it's. Mm. Did I tell you that I'm uh, I've I've got my first role in cinema. Um, <gasps> Paul Taylor filming what next is it? week. I'm a I'm a Quebecer. You're going to be in a movie. That? What's yeah. a Quebecer? Uh, somebody from Quebec. I've got to do a French Quebec accent. Oh. So I'm not playing an English person. I'm not playing a French person. I'm playying a fucking Quebecois because cool. I'm good at doing the accent. What movie? Tell us more details. It's the Celine Dion biopic. Uh, yes but it's not they the don't have Celine the right Celine Dion yeah. biopic I mean what a way to start I know <laughs> you're really busting Gangster. into cinema so wait, you're going to be in a Celine Dion uh, biography biopic yeah it's not called cool, they didn't have the rights to use her name so it's going to be called Aline whatever like the character's not called Celine yeah, Dion yeah, but it's yeah. her life story basically and I'm playing when she um, went to Eurovision uh, to, to do for Switzerland uh, I'm, we're like backstage watching one of the other people singing yeah. backstage at the Eurovision and I'm like the producer that, from Quebec being like wow my, my only line is like wow she was great but don't worry Celine you're going to do great 
And do you have to do it in a Quebec yeah, accent? Yeah, I've got to do accent. it in a, in a Quebec accent. Can you do, can you do that? Can you it do was something, I can't remember the exact line, but it's something along the lines of something like, um, see, I've got to get in there. Wow. Something like that. Wow. I can't remember the exact that's line. Quebec French. That's Quebec for you. That's cool. Well done. So that's it. My first, it's going to be, I, I, I just like the fact that my first cinema role isn't an English person so or a French person. Now, looking for cinema roles yeah. for you. Yes. Yeah. Wow, man, that's awesome. That anyway, be- it was just to, to do with the accent. Paul Taylor coming to a cinema near you. As a Quebecois. Soon. So, um, Daniel Craig um, has Welsh and distant French... It's French Huguenot, or f- yeah? Huguenot, that- yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how you pronounce it, isn't it? Yeah. What the hell is that? Craig has... W- Protestants. Welsh and distant French Huguenot ancestry. Huguenot minister Daniel Charmier is among his ancestors, as is Sir William Burnaby, first baronet. Okay, so he's so, got some... Pretty so posh. Daniel he looks Craig, like he's got two poshes. He's bona fide the most posh person we've had he, so far. He might have gone to a posh school and he might have all three. He was he was brought up in Cheshire, in, in Chester, which is ish posh for the north. It's quite posh. Yeah. And he, he grew up on the Wirral, which is like the posh part of Merseyside. Um, po- poshish. Uh, he went to uh, Hi- Hi- Hilber High School. Um, no, no, no sign of posh education. He went to a grammar school, and Poshish. then he and then he went to um, uh, Guild Guildhall School of Music and Drama. It's not even Rada. So he, not posh of education, but he's got some posh, posh connections. Stuff, posh connections. Posh, posh background. Accent. And All a right, slightly then. posh accent. Quite posh. Yeah. So quite posh. All right. Next one. Next one. Next. 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 Here we go. This is old. You can't tell with old. We are very pleased to have in the studio tonight. One of the very few people in the world, if not the only person in the world, to have spent the major part of his life underwater attempting to teach ravens to fly. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. We're very pleased to welcome to the studio... Yeah, I mean, that's proper Arthur posh, isn't it? Because it sounds uh, proper posh, but it's wait, back wait, in a day wait, posh. Pardon. Well, I don't know. It's just TV, BBC. Kind of, it's kind of like, yeah, and welcome to the... You know, That's yeah. not the actual person I was asking you about. That's the uh. presenter, but the, the, the guest is the one mm. I want to know about. Get to the guest then. Yeah. Welcome to the studio, Sir Arthur Greeb Streebling. Uh, Streeb Greebling. Oh, I beg your pardon. You're confusing me with Sir Arthur Greeb Streebling. Yes, sir. Uh, Streeb Greebling is my name. Good evening. <laughs> yes. Good, Good evening. evening. Thank you very much. It's comedy. They're, actor, they're pretending to yeah, be posh, they're, but they're already comedy. with this old-fashioned way of speaking, which is probably a bit posh anyway, Trying to sound posh, but on yeah. So back in 1961 or whatever, uh, presenters on the BBC did speak in this sort of very old-fashioned posh kind of voice. But Sir Arthur Greebe Streebling or Arthur Greebe Streebling, whatever his name is, is very posh um, too. And this is him talking about. Never heard him. It's Peter Cook. It's just a character. Peter uh. Cook, the comedian. Yes. Yeah, it's him. It's but Peter Cook. He's posh, is he? Peter Cook, I think, is quite think posh. Quite or was posh. posh. He's dead now, isn't it? So, you know, you've got to use past tense with him. Um, good greebling. Good greebling in this. Um, good evening. Yes. Good um, evening. Good Hello, evening. fam. Yes. Um, <laughs> shut up, Sir Arthur. Um, it's a very funny sketch, actually. You, want, you should watch it. Next one. So Next that's one. fictional character, Sir Arthur. Arthur Streeb. Arthur Greeb Streebling or Streeb Greebling, played by Peter Cook, uh, a very posh, old-fashioned accent. Next one. Is. I'm sorry for Yoko and Sean. John Lennon. No, it's not John Lennon, no. Let's keep going. But I also feel very angry that it's such a senseless thing to happen, that one of the great people that have happened this century have been just wiped out by a madness 
I'm very angry about it. I'm angry about violence generally, which seems to be increasing. And I'm angry against those people who are responsible for spreading it too. Um, I, if only responsible people get together and, and try and reduce this violence. It sounds quite posh. Yeah, it does sound posh, doesn't he? I don't know who that is. It's though. George Martin. He was the Beatles producer. Ah. I'm looking at two blank faces. We're not Beatles. Beatles fans. Have you seen that? Listen, have you heard that podcast, the Beatles podcast? Which one? It's called the Egg Pod or something. Yeah, like. I am the Egg Pod. Yeah, yeah, I have heard that. Any good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. But only if you're a Beatles fan. Yeah. If you're not a Beatles fan. I mean, I do like the Beatles, but I mean, I'm not a, a super fan. Yeah, I you? am. Yes. I'm a major fan. You were a major fan. Yeah. He sounded quite posh, didn't he? Yes, he did sound very posh. The interesting thing about um, George Martin... You need to. You can't do this without looking at the King of Posh. What you need to do is do two side to side. May yeah. I make a suggestion? Yes. You want re-smog. Yeah. And then you want uh, Danny... Danny Dyer. Yeah. Well, I've done re-smog already. re Danny right? Dyer. I don't know who re-smog let's, is. Let's, uh, Jacob re-smog, you don't know who he is? No. You do. I don't. Hell. Who is he? He is this really... He's a politician. Okay. He's super posh and awful and sort of... The thing is, though, he's not actually... He's not an aristocrat. He's just... Uh, he's just got this sort of arsey he's just way. From, he's just from that upper-class world. Um, but uh, he's not really, really, really posh. He's just... Um, anyway, go on, sorry. I don't know. He's just kind of got a lot of airs about, you know, old-fashioned Tory, right-wing, you know, like speaking Latin... Oh. Yeah, let's, things let, like that. Let's hear him talking a little bit in the House of Commons. Uh, thank you, Mr. Speaker. First of all, may I say how delighted I am oh. that you have decided to follow precedent. Which how delighted I am that That's you have decided awful. to follow precedent. precedent. Isn't he's, it? He's just disgusting. He's, awful. Something I'm gra- he's horrible. Some people love him, sure, because they, uh, you know, uh, whatever. But some people love him. I don't. Greatly in favour of, <laughs> and dare I say, there is more joy in heaven over one sinner who repented than the 99 who are not in need of repentance. But I wondered if he might help the House with a two points of clarity. I wonder if he might help the House with two points of clarity. clarity. So, if, first of all, it's all bullshit, right? Mm. It's just an act. He's putting it on. I mean, no one is that posh. He's like some sort of dinosaur from the 19th century. It's like someone dragged from, back from the Victorian era. In fact, there are photos of him going around wearing a freaking top hat. Yes. I mean, the guy's like a Victorian throwback. He is. And it's just... I don't want to talk about him anymore. Right, let's move on. So this is uh, this William Hansen guy who's quite, uh, who's quite, he's very young. He's, I think he's he's like twenty eight or something, and he sounds quite the same. But this is this guy who I think I don't know if he's being serious or not. Hold on. And mine, uh, mine's you know nice and sophisticated. What is the most common thing that you think that people do at Christmas? Oh, I don't like it when people uh, open presents too early, especially when they haven't washed and they're doing it before breakfast. (laughs) You mean when they're they're opening their presents in their pyjamas? Yes, no, at least... You've got to get the kids bathed and dressed before they close their presents. Yes. can't see that happening. Yes, collared shirt, collared shirt at least. (laughs) Nice, smart skirt or trousers. They have their Christmas PJs. Yeah. That's a good example of non-posh people with a posh person. So you've got all these non-posh people like Janet Street Porter and then you've got this person... From EastEnders... And then him saying, yes, well, you know, a collared shirt, at least, before you open your presents on Christmas Day. <laughs> but you see, they're both, they're all loving it.
doing it. They're all loving, enjoying, yeah. throwing themselves into the stereotype. He's yeah. putting it on as well. And he's so a, com- they, he's yeah. a comedian, right? No, 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 he's not. He's yeah, just. But a, he's kind of a comedian, right? He's got mm. brand. He's got a brand. He's yeah, selling he's a brand. brand. Yeah. and he's in a way, so it, are they. He's putting it on. He's doing it for for the show, right? I think so. Let's listen finally then to Danny Dyer. Go on then. And this is this is him. This is him calling David Cameron a twat on Question Time live television. I think this is the unedited version. I think so. Let's let's hear it. So this is really weird. This so in this scene you've got because um, Danny Dyer. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. he is a typical well, who is he anyway? Cockney with the gift of the gab. You know, because he's got all the words. It's quite uh, he's it's quite eloquent. What he said, like it's really pleasurable to listen to. Yeah, Danny Dyer. Right, he's an actor. Yeah, oh, and he's okay. like he's a he's a Cockney geezer. Like any of those films. Yeah, like the Football Factory or the fucking Football Fug Factory. Two, Two. All of those, like, guns and geezers, cheap B-movies made in England, right? He's one of those, he's one of them geezers, yeah? Right, okay. He's also, these days, right, he's in he's in EastEnders as well. Oh, that's what he's in. So he's like this young renter cockney. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> renter cockney. It's like, you need a cockney. I'm it. I'm the, geez, the, I'm the geezer that you need. You know what I mean? So, and that's how he speaks. And so, this is a very weird studio. You've got... First of all, who, who's the present? You've got Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan, oh. yeah. Who everyone hates, right? Uh, yeah? Except yeah. Oh, for yeah. some everyone people. Hates him. But the, he's a very hated man. Then you've got, uh, who's the presenter who, who works on Good Evening or Good Morning Britain with him? What's her name? Susanna Reid, I think? I don't know. So she's there. Then you've got, on a separate table, you've got David Ginola, the French footballer. <laughs> you've got um, Ed Balls, the former Labour Party um, Chancellor of the Exchequer. You've got What's his name? Ari uh, Ari Redknapp, dodgy geezer football manager, Cockney geezer, right? And then a couple of other footballers. I think you've got Amir Khan, the boxer, and then and then also you've got Jeremy Corbyn, and you've got Pamela Anderson. I remember no. Pamela Anderson what, being what, what, there. What, what, I don't. I don't think I've seen this. Then. What on earth are they all doing there? And then Danny Dyer starts going on about David Cameron, right? About Brexit and Brexit. Yeah. Because they're talking about Love Island. Okay. There's a scene in Love Island where some of the characters talk about Brexit and no one knows oh, what they're talking about. Oh, and she's about. like, is that something to do with, uh, what does Trees. that mean? They don't understand Brexit. what Brexit means. Yeah. And so uh, Danny Dyer then chimes in. I, I quite like the me show. holidays. He's going, the thing is about Love Island, right? Like no one knows what Brexit is, right? But no one knows what Brexit is. Like no one understands it. This Go is on his on. whole point. Go on. No, I don't know anything about yeah, Love Island. Listen, listen, going back <laughs> to that, this, this whole Brexit thing, when, 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 when mm. you know, you're judging them on, on, on Brexit, they don't know nothing about it. Who knows about Brexit? Yeah, quite. Uh, no one's got a f***ing clue what Brexit mm. is, yeah? You watch Question Time, it's comedy. Well, you know clearer when Jeremy Corbyn explains No, I got a clue. Policy. No one knows what it is. It's like this mad riddle that no one knows <laughs> what it is, right? So I love that. It's like this mad riddle. But he's right. Yeah, but he even is. saying oh, no. it, it's like this mad riddle. That's a nice expression. Yeah. That's yeah. a nice Brilliant. phrase. He's, he's, actually, yeah. he's got lots of language. No one yeah. knows what it is, right? It's like this mad riddle. Okay, go on, keep it's going. Brilliant, isn't it? I like What's it. What's happened to that twat David Cameron <laughs> who called it on? <laughs> What's happened to that twat David Cameron who called it on, right? Uh, let's keep listening. Let's be fair. Oh, I think what? you're referring no, to no, our former no, prime no, minister. No. Yeah, but why the, how comes he can scuttle off? He called all this on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He has no regrets. Where is he? He's in Europe in Nice with his trotters up. That is where he nails it. 
yeah. trotters up, right? Because exactly. that is funny. It implies that Cameron is a pig, but it also reminds us of the pig incident. It's a clever what use yeah, of yeah. trotters. Yeah, so yeah. The pig incident, I mean, I did talk about it once on the podcast, but the, 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 the rumour is, and this, this was in a book that was written by um, a former Conservative Party chairman who wrote a memoir, and he decided to publish some, some uh, details about David Cameron's past. It was probably an act of revenge of some kind. But what he wrote in the book was that David Cameron at school uh, joined a, uh, a little secret society. And in order to join, you know, these posh people, they join their little societies. And in order initiation. to join, yeah, he had to go through an initiation uh, ritual and they had to do terrible things and one of the things he had to do allegedly was take the head of a pig you know like you can get them from butchers shops and stuff mm-hmm. right so he take the head of the pig and he had to like um put his put himself inside the pig's mouth <laughs> if you see what i mean all right this is the the th- the, the rumor that has gone around it is a rumor so it, trotters, sounds, yeah. it sounds nonsense but what danny has done is you know he says like scuttled off it's clever but then trotters up it's just what it are trotters though it? trotters are the feet of pigs yeah so he's saying he's there he is he's down there in nice in the south of france with his trotters up meaning he's sitting back he's with got his, his feet up he's got his feet up, up but, but instead of saying feet he said trotters which trotters. makes us think of a pig yeah. as in he's a pig but also yeah. reminds us subtly yeah, of good. that instant which yeah. at that time was much fresher in everyone's mind yeah. and that is mastery of language uh, and uh, also he scuttled off it's yeah. something like a little insect would do yeah. like scuttle on on four legs it would scuttle away Let's just have a little listen to the rest of it. Uh, no one's got a f***ing clue what Brexit is, yeah? You watch Question Time, it's comedy. Were you no clearer when Jeremy Corbyn explained No, I got the clue. No one knows what it is. It's like this mad riddle that no one knows what it is, right? So what's happened to that twat David Cameron <laughs> who called it on? Let's be fair. Oh, I think you're referring no, to no, a former no, Prime no, Minister. No. Yeah, but why the, how comes he can scuttle off? He called all this on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, he has no regrets. Where's he, where is he? He's in Europe, in Nice, with his trotters up, yeah? Where is the geezer? <laughs> I think he should be held accountable. He should be held accountable. It's a valid point. A lot of people do feel Twat. that, that <laughs> all politicians, all politicians <laughs> on Brexit, have basically conspired to be incompetent at best. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Where but, is but, the geezer? He should be held accounted. It. What he, he should say? be held account for it. He says account for it, meaning account he should it. be held accountable. accountable. For it, but Which he should be held accountable. Interesting, he's got some great language at some stage, and he just m- sure he mangled it, but like he nails it. Yeah. And, I mean, I think he <laughs> he should be held accountable for it. Twat. In the yeah. twat. Where is the geezer? <laughs> I love it. Where is the geezer? <laughs> Fucking brilliant, in it, brilliant, in it. Um, oh. oh, we've we've reached a we've we've gone too far in this episode. Yeah. I know because you've got to go in half an hour. Yeah. So what what are we going to do now? I think that was. Well, I think th- we've reached the pinnacle of that episode. Yeah, we have. We've done that episode, but the point is that we don't have time to do another one now, do we? Well, it depends. I mean, no. in a normal podcast, yes, we do. But I mean, in your podcast, which are, you know, epic. Yes, Not epically awesome. Epically awesome. Uh huh. This is no normal, ordinary podcast. We Amber, could, as you we should, should know. By I think now. we should have a cup of tea, and then maybe you could do the podcast another one with Paul if he's got time. Okay. Uh, all right. So yeah, you, a cup of tea sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let's do that then, shall, yeah, we? shall we? So we're going to leave. We're going to leave the, these all these people behind. Then, right? I've got other people in my list. What are we going to skip them? Are we? Well, it depends. If you've got someone tasty in there, quick ones. If they're quick ones, and we're not uh, spending an hour on them. I don't know. We've done an hour and a half of this podcast already. Yeah, I think right. we should probably call I think it a that's day. A day. Yeah. I think that's enough, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, so guys, I don't know what if there's a conclusion to all of this. 
I think we've probably worked out that, you know, there's there's different types of poshness and some people sound posh and aren't. Some people uh, sound, uh, I'm don't still sound yet to posh. I'm still yet to have an example of somebody who's posh but doesn't sound posh. Well, I, mean, I don't like, know. Like, um, uh, I'll give you an example. Yeah. Well, someone who's posh but doesn't sound posh because, all right, so there's, you know, as I've said lots of times, we've already said it a few times now, there's, there's basically like three types of accent if we're breaking it down to make it simple. There's regional accents mm-hmm. like Danny Dyer, right? It's like, where is the geezer? He's got like a, an a, uh, Essex accent, right? Uh, and then there's normal RP, which is basically how we speak, yeah. maybe with a few differences like Sadiq Khan saying, you know, in the evening. evening Instead of evening, yeah, and you with your dropped T's and your glottal stops, right? So there's there's received pronunciation, which could sound very educated, like Kenneth Branagh, and then there's a received pronunciation, which is a posh accent, and that is this sort of um, this terribly old-fashioned kind of posh accent, like we heard with Sir Arthur Streeb Griebling, mm-hmm. or it's the it's that sort of it's the kind of okay, guys, so. Uh, I know. I th- I th- maybe what we should do now is just go down to the pub and like let's just you know get some beers in. What do you reckon, guys? And uh, you know, like- but I'm still yet. To, 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 my point is like I don't know anyone. Yeah, that I know what you're saying. Who, who, who is either yeah. born into a family of poshness, yes. who was educated in very posh schools and universities, who doesn't, who sounds like me. Wait a minute, but but there are people who who are really posh, but uh, fall into the second category, which is just a a neutral voice like Amber, right? But I don't know if there's anyone who's really posh who goes all the way down to the re- the regional accent category. I can't think of anyone yeah. like that. But Prince Harry. And I know this from doing episode one, episode two of this series. I was thinking Prince Harry's going to be the perfect example of that modern posh, you know, oh, okay, guys, you know, just going to go and play a bit of rock. No, I don't okay. think so. And, and, um, and I listened to him and he just sounds, I couldn't find any examples of, you know, that sort of, oh, uh, just a rugby player. And, you know, <laughs> that sort of, you know, that kind of terribly posh sort of, oh, you're yeah. just going to go and play a little bit of rugby and then go home. You know, there's none of that. <laughs> A little bit of rugger. There's none of there's none of that at all. It's just totally neutral. Yeah. So I think maybe even Prince Harry is an example. Maybe of yeah, that. That's probably a good. Good he, chap. He's done a really, 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 really spiffing job of just sounding like an ordinary bloke. I don't know if I think if you put Harry and Paul next to each other, you'd hear it. Yeah. But my point is that Harry's not going around going, you know, I'm just an ordinary bloke, guys. You know, just let's go to yeah. the pub together. We'll just yeah. be the same. Instead, it, Harry's kind of like, so... <laughs> he, what he does have is that tone of voice. He's like, so... Uh, uh, yeah, so I just, you know, I listened to a little bit of the podcast and I just thought it sounded pretty bloody good, actually. Now, that still sounds quite posh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't really sound... I don't mean that. He, he, he sounded just normal. He sounded normal, all right. Um... So there, there you are. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I think we Thank should. You. you know, I just think we should try and end the episode by speaking a little bit posh. What do you think, guys? Yeah, I think that might be a fantastic way of uh, ending the episode. Really, though. really, it's really, 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 really great. Right, right, yes. guys. Yes. Um, right, fantastic. You're you, time for a cup of tea. I, I, think. I think we should think put, so. the, uh, put the put the cat put the kettle on. Would you, would you like it if I put the kettle on? I think you should put the kettle on. Milking first. But, I mean, tiff or miff, darling. Tiff or, tiff miff. or miff. 
Tea and fast or milk and fast? Tea and fast. Tea and fast or milk and fast? Fast. fast. First or fast? Fast. I, I, do, I do have a habit of, of putting the milk in fast. I do, yeah. I, do, I spill it sometimes because <laughs> I put it in too fast. Yeah. I put the milk in first, fast. Yeah. And then I put the tea in fast as well. And, and my, my wife says to me, how is that physically possible that you can put the milk in first and then put the tea in first as well? And I say to her, shut up, you silly woman. And just drink the tea that I've made for you after the kindness of my heart. You sound like the guy, the, the, the guy out of Gogglebox. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, the posh, uh, the posh couple in Gogglebox. Yeah. They're, they're both sitting on like yeah. different shaped, different sized chairs. Yeah. So he's sitting up here like this. <laughs> and then his wife is in a comfortable armchair down here. And he's going, well, you know, you would think that, darling, wouldn't you? Because, you know, I mean, we, you, went to, you went to a school in Somerset. <laughs> And she's going, oh, do be quiet. And they're both drunk. Yeah. Obviously. All, all the time. Would you like another glass of sherry? <laughs> and I've, I've already had 19 glasses, darling. I think that's a, just about my limit. Thank you. That's proper posh people. Yeah. And on that note, ladies and gents, I think it's time for us to say goodbye. Would you like to join me in a goodbye? Yeah. Can we do a posh goodbye? Um, yes. Tally-ho. 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 <laughs> Tally ho, 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 Okay, chaps, it's absolutely wonderful to have you on the podcast again. But thanks you so much for everyone for listening, and we will we'll speak to you again soon in some way. But for now, tally ho, Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.